0: Welcome back to Don't Call it A Book Club. My name is Luke. My name is Dan. Today we are starting a new book, uh, but, but returning to an old author. So today we're starting the Mistborn series, mm. the first book, which is The Final Empire by your boy Brandon Sanderson. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't believe it's taken us this long to get to Mistborn, but I'm excited um but maybe we got to bring that bring that energy level up a little bit more um
1: if you have if you have a warm-up luke i've got a question for you okay why why do we as a culture love to see will ferrell as the ceo in the last decade (laughs) You saw, the, you saw the Barbie movie. Of recently. course I saw the Barbie movie recently. In the last decade. And, and honestly, my first thought leaving the theater was like, man, we love seeing Will Ferrell in like a corporate... <laughs> Sir. Man, we love seeing Will Ferrell in a corporate setting as the head executive. And let me just, let me just rapid fire these to you. In the last decade, mm. we've got the Lego movie. Uh, he was he was in Zoolander two, and I think he was like the head of an evil fashion something. I don't know. I didn't see it, but there was a bunch of memes of him as like the one in charge have, have of a fashion seen, thing. Have you seen Zoolander one? Was he the same thing in Zoolander one?
0: So I haven't seen the second one, but it's, I don't know how you haven't seen the first one. It's a classic, um, but kind of not not in the same way. I guess. Okay.
1: Okay. Um, once again, he reprised his role Lego Movie Part two. He's again the like <laughs> he, the CEO, the president. Uh, then he's in Between Two Ferns, the Zach Galifianakis movie that took the web series and made a movie out of it. Will Ferrell's just the CEO of Funny or Die, the company that runs the series. And then again, in the Barbie movie. Why... Why is that just our natural (laughs) trusting position to put Will Ferrell into this decade? Why are we like, oh yeah, CEO, (laughs) that's Will
0: Ferrell. Your examples are very funny because um, (laughs) I have not, I've actually not seen either of the Lego movies. Oh, uh, they're actually And I actually didn't even know that, I didn't know that there is a Between Two Ferns movie. Uh, I just remember the, the first few sketches if if sketches is the right term that seems fair um, yeah <laughs> i so i i can't speak to those i mean <laughs> i think it's funny to just have a guy who is obviously a goofball as the ceo right? uh uh-huh. of
1: course cuz but... i'm
0: assuming I, i'm assuming that's the case in all of these he's also like a i don't he's uh like the branch manager for, for the office for a little while.
1: Oh, you're right. Yeah. What, what is it about Will? What is it about He's Will? Goofy. that we <laughs> There are so many goofy guys out there, Luke. There's so many of them. Any of them could be, could be funny CEO. But for some reason, go-to is just like, oh, it's got to be Will. Oh, we need a funny CEO character that's, that's really out there. Will Farrell. Give it to Will. Throw another thing Will's way. Will, who comes out with like three movies a year, give him the CEO role in this movie too. <laughs> uh,
0: it's a uh, it's a it's a good question. I I don't know. Um, I love it though. I enjoy it. At least in the in the couple that I've seen, which is Barbie in the office. <laughs> and Zoolander I guess but I don't know if that counts
1: <laughs> yeah I mean I don't know I don't think I like it do you have qualms actually I'm, you have qualms okay. I'm sick of it
0: okay if, are you sick, I feel else? like you're just sick of
1: Will Ferrell generally though I mean I don't want to alienate folks I'm. we're trying to have a popular podcast and I feel like if I say I don't like Will Ferrell that much people are not going to listen so I mean we love Will Ferrell I'm a big fan right. of the big man uh that's what we call them here. Yeah. Elf classic. We all love elf. S- Santa yep. scream Santa. Uh. <laughs> um
0: but yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's just maybe that maybe it's coming from him actually. He's maybe requesting. He's Will requesting push, like, going to his agent. He's like
1: give me CEO roles. That's all I want now. Do you think he's trying to pivot? Do you think this is the first stage of a pivot where he's like Look, most comedians don't last more than a decade. I'm really living on borrowed time in Hollywood right now. I got to be CEO of something. Right. He's doing a slow pivot because because he's still goofy CEO. And he's trying to get to believable CEO. Do you know what he's doing, Luke? He's hmm. Will Ferrell is doing exactly what he knows, right? He knows he has to pivot. So he's putting together an audition tape. He's putting together a portfolio of CEO. He's like, oh, how do you become CEO? Well, you got to audition for it. So I got to get some roles as CEO so that I can show employers like, look, look, I can be CEO. (laughs) Wait, so to be clear, you're thinking he's auditioning for a real CEO position. Yeah, I mean, this is Will, right? He's been acting for decades and decades now. He doesn't know that you have Mm -hmm. to write a resume. He doesn't know what a CV Mm. is right he has been giving people film archival footage of him and his many performances and said enjoy this and hire me for a role in a movie and now he's like so so he's at this point like
0: wondering why he hasn't gotten job offers he's like why is why is gm not calling me up yet i've put out all these movies
1: Right, he's like, I could really fix the problems they're having with their supply chain. I could really ramp up their electric vehicle production. I think that's going to be the future, and I'd love to partner with some other brands to make this happen. But why haven't they gotten back to me? <laughs> he he would crush in an interview, but he doesn't know that you have
0: to you have to get to the interview first through. Um, actually, honestly, I don't know how to do it. I don't think you do do like an application. <laughs> For CEO positions, who knows? Maybe he's right.
1: (laughs) Joke's gonna be on us when it turns out Will Ferrell. I'm gonna I'm gonna like go to his wiki right after recording today. It's gonna be like, oh, actually, Will Ferrell was a successful businessman long before he was in comedy.
0: Right. Will Will Ferrell is the CEO of like seven of the top 500 businesses.
1: Little known fact. Gonna have egg on my face, (laughs) which would be a classic Will Ferrell gag. I think that would be that would be that's the main thing um
0: you, you pitched that as a short warm up um but we but we we took it pretty far which i <laughs> which i appreciate um <laughs> but okay let's let's talk let's talk mistborn uh final empire up to chapter 12 i believe is where we have stopped mhm mhm um and okay uh, first off i want to say if you have not listened to us before, uh, we have covered a good amount of Brandon Sanderson's Cosmere series. Um, so I, maybe we'll pull in references from there. Yeah. We're going to be pulling in a few
1: references.
0: Yeah. Um, but on the other hand, I don't think either of us are really like (laughs) experts on, on the Cosmere. So, uh, don't, don't expect deep analysis like that,
1: but yeah, yeah, um, neither Luke nor I are cosmere knots, so we're not going to be...
0: Ooh, yeah, is that light. what we're... Okay, that's Isn't good. Isn't that pretty that.
1: good? <laughs> just came up with that, by the way, so maybe we are. Um, no, but yeah, so, uh, I mean, I don't know if we're going to be spoiling anything. Like, I, I doubt we're going to have some any severe spoilers, but um, if you haven't read the books we've read on the pod in the Cosmere, just maybe just do that, because they're really good. Yeah. Maybe just yeah. pause your life right now. Go read those books. come back. do it real, real quick. real quick. I think, a real quick, two I week. Think you read. can do
0: that pretty fast. yeah. Anyway, but,
1: um, let's get into let's get into Missborn. I'm actually so excited we're reading this book because this is one that a lot of people have been telling me to read for a long time and is often touted yeah. as like comparable to Stormlight in terms of Brandon's big series. And so this, like, the anticipation has been building for a while for me with this book. Um, So I'm glad we're here with it finally. And Mm -hmm. I want to start just by saying that uh, steel inquisitors sound horrific, (laughs) y'all. The 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 description of this guy with the spikes through his head. No, I don't want any more of that. No more of that, please. Right. Right. So I focused very deeply on the spikes through the head. is there anything else or is that the main...
0: Okay. Are they just normal people with spikes through their head or is there
1: more to it? So do you remember the Guardians from the fifth season? Yes. So I, I'm getting a little bit of those vibes from Inquisitors, except the Inquisitors seem scarier because they just have spikes going through their head. Like it's, it's just the fact that they have spikes through their heads, man. That's it. <laughs> okay uh
0: yeah it's so i i I think that you're right that it's it's obviously the spikes through the head um i'm trying i'm trying to get at is it just like is it spikes through their head and general vibes Mm.
1: i guess honestly it's mostly spikes through the head it's just so yeah they're going through the eyes out the back of the head that's not how head works like head head doesn't do that how did you make head do that (laughs) right Right. what are the rules anymore it's because i don't know what the rules are anymore for how these things work i well and
0: and no one else does actually Right. right now like even like even kelsey doesn't really know how they work
1: yes and i will say i think this could be a fantastic prank that they're pulling on everyone. You remember when you could get those arrows that had the little headband mm-hmm. through it where you could of put course. it on your head and it looked like you had an arrow through your head? Right, yeah. We'd love if that's how this was working. If they were just like, guys, we're going to freak people out with this. Don't tell them. Don't tell <laughs> they're, them.
0: They're just normal guys. Go- or maybe they're like misborn, right? Because they obviously have powers mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, but the spikes through their head are just for... Or just for show? It's for theatrics. And it's working on me so good. It's working very well, I think, on Dan, on me, on the characters in the book. Um, Very intimidating. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think that pitch was like, actually? Right? So chronologically, r- roughly a thousand years ago, I, I think, mm-hmm. um, is when whatever thing happens to kick off this empire
1: um like the lord conquers the deepening or something it's unclear yeah
0: right something something along those lines and he's like okay i need uh you know a group that is kind of like a police force uh but like special you know more extreme than that Okay. So I want them to look do we get cool
1: uniforms or like what's what's this gonna look like? Like I'd love to, I'd love to get some cool patches or something. What do you got for us?
0: Right. Um, thinking spikes through the eyes all the way,
1: way in. Uh. Okay. Interesting idea. I do need to see through those. How about <laughs> how about not because I need to see through those things. I need the eyes. See, this is this is what I'm trying to get at. Like. It, it it started
0: somewhere, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like now we know, at least to some degree, that this doesn't kill them. Um, it, they can still like function super well with them, right? But at some point, someone is like, I th- I think <laughs> that if I put these cool spikes that I've been working on a little while, yeah, through
1: your eyes, you're gonna be you're gonna be awesome here's here's what happened luke here's what happened botched execution oh this accidental. this is how they used to execute people at the beginning like mm-hmm. a thousand years ago they were like spikes through the eyes no one's coming back from that you go you put those spikes all the way through that's how head works like that's it <laughs> that's game over so spikes through the eyes done They were uh, execution, execution, execution. They do it once and a guy's like, whoa, hold on. I'm super (laughs) strong now. And then they're like, uh, hey, we were just kidding about that whole execution thing. Hey, sorry about that. Sorry about that. Right.
0: I like to think that, okay, so I forget if they say what the spikes are made of. Mm. um, I don't think we've heard that. Unless it's more just generally metal. Um, But as we know, right, the different metals are super powerful. Um, so I'd like to think that they had one big enemy, right? And they were like, we're not doing regular, we're not doing regular iron spikes through this guy's eyes. I want, I want titanium spikes. That's going to be sweet. They're trying to make an example um, out of this guy. Right. And then this guy becomes a, a superhero.
1: Well, or he gets superpowers, but like, I don't know if we could call okay, him a superhero. Sh- if he's, <laughs> I, I forgot,
0: I forgot about the hero connotation there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, Luke we should we should get this out of the way at the beginning I haven't read this series yet have you read this series before so I actually have read
0: this book okay uh but it was like 10 years ago um but I haven't read the any of the few any of the books after this gotcha gotcha okay
1: just you know we we're we're honest out here on the pod we gotta let you know what our biases are so Dan can throw out (laughs) theories Luke hmm, he's got to be a little quiet Luke (laughs) that's right which is which is not the usual relationship
0: that we have um <laughs> changing it up on this one. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> so, okay, so we've got spikes through the eyes. Um <laughs> I I don't know about the order in which I I'm, I'm bringing up my notes here. Um but so my first my first note is once we get to the meeting of the minds when the the plan gets outlined for the first time.
1: hmm
0: And Kelsier is has gathered uh I think his name is like Yedin or something, uh who is the leader of the ska rebellion mm-hmm. who has commissioned Kelsier, I guess, to I think the two main things, right, are get him an army, and I so okay. Actually, here's here's the the question because Kelsey obviously comes up with his full plan, mm-hmm. and I, I I can't remember what exactly he is adding on to Yedin's requests. The army thing is one, mm-hmm. and then is it overthrow the city or is that like yeah? Next? I
1: think I think like get them in the. Get them in the palace, overthrowing the, like, high lord. The, like, first lord. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: This this whole thing is very strange to me. Because, like, I, I have a, like... <laughs> I have experience with stories in which a group of people gets together to overthrow their oppressive government. Yeah. But I don't have a frame or a framework for, like, one group that is being oppressed hires another group who is also being oppressed for, like, relatively low sums of money to, like, overthrow a presumably, like, omnipotent (laughs) entity.
1: Right, right. Like, the typical way this goes is people agree this is bad and they work together on that means, on that basis but here we have like a consulting like revolution company that's been hired that's like okay here's a, let's let's just blue sky some ideas for how we're going to overthrow this government what do you say fam <laughs> right like it's very weird because obviously we get a lot of references
0: to how difficult this is and like crazy they all think that each other are for like actually trying it right mm-hmm. but I mean, when Kelsey is bringing up the plan, everyone is like, oh, "Okay, like this is interesting. Like this is, you know, it's a challenge. It's interesting. I, I let's try it. I think that sounds cool." And like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, why were you if if this was a possibility, why were you not already thinking of it? Do you know what I mean?
1: Oh, like, oh, I see what you're saying. Was like, the, like, why did he? Need, why did he need to be hired to do this?
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Um, like, I, I feel like Kelsier maybe didn't. No, no. I mean, the vibe that I get is Kelsier wants revenge on the the god who sent him to the pit and killed his wife. Mm-hmm. And he can't, in order to get revenge, he needs to, like, get help. And to me, this whole thing is revolving around this revenge that Kelsier is trying to make happen. Um, Right. But for everybody else, yes, it seems very strange that they need need this revolution guy to even come in in the first place and be like, hey, I've hired you guys to do a revolution. (laughs) Right. He seems superfluous a little bit
0: and i i don't know like so this this empire has been doing its thing for a thousand years and at some points in this in the section that we have read there's like a time crunch kind of implied at least it's like all right like wait until next year Mm. you know what i mean like you got like, they're building up this plan. They're like, okay, if we we're trying to recruit, I don't, I don't know what they say, 10,000 10, people yeah. or something like that. Um, Which like on that front, I kind of get because it's like, we can't hide 10,000 people for super long, mm-hmm. but like there's other parts of this that are like time sensitive, like training Vin, for example, that I just... For the goal that they have, it's like, all right, this is, this is like a, a, like, achievement that is like the biggest achievement for centuries, right? Like, you can spend multiple years planning it out. You don't need to be like, oh, we got, all right, we got this, uh, we got this contract, um... Just like all the other ones, right? We gotta, we gotta try to get through this one so that we can get some, get some profit. Get our, get our. We've got uh, shareholders. We got a quarterly our,
1: earnings report coming up. Right
0: now, that you're overthrowing the like the empire
1: of the world. It seems like, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe take your time. Maybe slow down a little bit. Maybe right. do some Atlas level planning that's like years in the making and building up assets slowly and waiting for the right opportunity to strike atlas atlas all raw you mean correct correct yeah yeah our favorite our favorite gold from the red rising series um yeah no i totally agree with you i there it seems like it seems like what they did is they decided on a plan and they were like okay in order for this plan to work we have to do it within a year otherwise all our like, they're going to find the 10,000 recruits that we have. And instead of questioning the plan and being like, okay, maybe we need to come up with a different plan that doesn't have a one-year timeline, they're like, no, nah, we just got to do this in a year. They're like, right. that's the plan. They, came up, they came
0: up with this plan in, like, a brainstorming sesh Correct. with a whiteboard. Correct. Can we at least get two brainstorming seshes?
1: <laughs> no, Luke, because they've only got a year to do it. They got to get moving. <laughs>
0: Right, right. Um, and then the, the other note I have is that they keep, the, when they're coming up with these plans, right, there's, like, some things that they have to do that are, like, kind of kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. And Yedin, our boy who has hired them, keeps being like, what? That's crazy. I can't believe you guys. It's like, come on, man. You hired me for this.
1: <laughs> to be fair, they do pull that exact card with him at one point where he's like, this is too absurd we can't do this and i think kelsey is just like you can you hired us so either you say we do it or you say we don't do it you can't you can't say how we do it even if it's the most batshit thing you've ever heard in your life uh so are you in (laughs) and he's like i guess i'm in how are you the
0: leader of the rebellion
1: yeah i mean it does speak to the the reason why they haven't made any progress, though, is because when he hears a crazy idea, he's immediately like, that would never work. We need to do what we've been trying to do for the last cent- last that's thousand years. Right. Let's keep trying that. <laughs> we need
0: as little charisma as possible.
1: No charisma, no new creative ideas that seem wild. We're We're doing the same stuff every day. It's about dedication. It's about commitment. It's about practice. That's right. That's why we That's win right. championships and overthrow governments. <laughs>
0: the big two. Okay. Uh, um,
1: but yeah, plan se- Plan seems great. Plan seems great. Plan seems... I don't know. Plan seems fine. Uh, here's Here's a question for you about the plan. So... Kelsier, after they announced the plan, is like, Hey, everybody, just, just wanted to let you know um, an addendum. Quick addendum to the plan. I'm going to kill God at the end. Everyone's like, Man, I knew you were crazy. High five, bro. Like, yeah, 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 this is tight. Cool. Very cool. Interesting. Crazy, but cool. I love it. Nobody backs off at this point. Um... This feels like a different level from the other crazy that we've been talking about, because everything else seems like doable. Everything else is like, oh yeah, overthrow a government, like raise an army. Those are things that you can do, and then Kelsier comes in and is like, hey, actually, I'm gonna kill the one thousand year old, seemingly invulnerable ruler of this whole, of this whole deal. This person who has survived. Literally a thousand years, and I'm sure there have been attempts to like unseat them, assassinate them. Like, and, and Kelsey was like, No, I'm gonna kill him, I'm gonna try to kill him.
0: <laughs> so, this is interesting because <laughs> I actually viewed
1: this step as like implied. There is a significant portion of the population that thinks that this person is literally god right Right.
0: okay okay i i understand that point i guess from a practical standpoint if you are going to essentially overthrow god yeah i feel like it's implied that you're killing him
1: okay luke the popular tale and what seems like the accepted story is that people with these magic powers got them because God was like, I'm giving you some magic powers now. (laughs) Right. And you're like, yeah, that entity that gave all the magic powers to everybody, I'm going to use those magic powers to kill that entity. It's like, do you (laughs) understand? The disconnect there seems wild
0: to me. I don't, okay, I don't disagree. So, I, I, okay, I guess, let me, let me ask, I think, what is, what I'm getting at. Which is, they overthrow the government, whatever mm-hmm. we're calling it, mm-hmm. and do not kill him.
1: Yes. What happens? Maybe he starts an Airbnb, or a bed, a bed and breakfast. Maybe he goes off and is like, government wasn't really my thing. I'm going to try something That's else. boring after a while. This is like the thing whenever, you know, we've talked about this a few times. So listener, feel free to go back and listen to our discussions, our many discussions about what you do with immortality. But like, I don't want to be president forever. <laughs> You're saying that they persuade him. <laughs> honestly, with honestly, a rigorous debate. <laughs> honestly, I feel like that is a more reasonable avenue to be like, let's just convince him. Like, let's forget killing him killing hims off the table he's like a super powerful immortal being who seems to be god let's just talk to him and see if we can convince him to leave i feel like that's a i feel like that's a more rational thing to try m mm. sure
0: i i i guess i don't necessarily disagree with that part of it um i i i, I do think that before they before they get to the point where Kelsier has said that he's going to kill, uh, do they call him the Emperor? Is
1: that what it is? He's like the High Lord or the the First Lord or something like that. Okay. Um, I'm choosing not to Kelsier use his name this, just because I don't want to give him that power. You know, it's a choice. Smart. Yeah.
0: Um. <laughs> before before Kelsier says that he's going to kill him, they have already chosen the like violent overthrow right?
1: yes yes
0: but but maybe they get to the overthrow right and then they're like what do we do with this guy uh and they're like hey you know we beat you (laughs) we we got all the way here uh impressed right pretty good um we think that you would have more fun figuring out what's going on with this ash i
1: don't Uh, know alternative Alternative Luke. Don't don't pique his curiosity. I'm sure he's not that curious about it. You need to be like, hey, the last thousand years that you've been running this government, we have been working on a little side project. Have you ever been to mm. a water park? And they just like <laughs> give him the keys to a new water park and are like, go nuts, man. Enjoy it. Take some time I see. off. I- we're going to be dead. in like The people who are currently doing this to you right now, us, we're going to die in like a hundred years. We'll all be dead. And then you can come back if you want. I don't care. Go enjoy your water park. On the timescale <laughs> <Hell> of <to a laughs> millennia, what's a hundred years? It's like a few days. I do. I do like this approach of just like building a distraction. <laughs> Just keep building new distractions for him, and then a thousand years goes by in the blink of an eye, and he's like, oh, what was I doing again at the start of all this?
0: <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's smart. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's do that plan. It sounds more fun, too. Sounds way more <laughs> escape fun. escape room.
1: But like a hard one. Like a really hard one.
0: The most complicated escape room. Hey, You can't use your magic.
1: And also don't break anything. Nothing is inside something that you need to break open. Okay, don't don't yank on it that hard. Stop yanking on it. There's nothing inside the drawer. The drawer is glued shut. Stop yanking on it. It's cosmetic. (laughs) That's 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 I'm assuming a classic a classic
0: experience. Um, But yeah, you got you got to you got to do something like that for sure.
1: Um, Luke, I, I think we need a little bit of your expertise here. Okay. Being our resident water expert. Right. Folks are drinking water with a lot of metals in them. Yes, that's true. Specifically lead, but also tin doesn't seem good. So what? Okay. The thing is, some of these are alloys, right? So, right. So pewter, right?
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know what that is got tin and lead look they literally outlined the alloy composition in the book which i I know but i was
0: just i was just like yeah the metals they're alloys
1: okay you skipped over this we're gonna do a little sidebar here i appreciate brandon so much because he answered literally the question that i had the whole time of like how do these work though like yeah there's pewter but like pewter is a lot of different alloys like what is the and Brandon's like, "Don't worry, dog. I got you. You have to have ninety-one percent tin, nine percent lead, and that's it." <laughs> and I'm like, "Thank you, Brandon." <laughs>
0: okay, okay. Um, so, okay. So, I'm assuming your your question is getting to what are the what are the health effects of consuming these these metals?
1: Right. We've been told you got to burn it off before you go to sleep, otherwise, you're going to have a bad time. But I mean, if you're just holding this in your in your tummy for a little while, what's happening
0: right I mean, so obviously, it depends on the metal, of course right? lead of course. famously you don't you don't want you don't want it uh-uh. um so i will I will acknowledge that I know how to remove these items. I don't know the public health aspect of them other than just like uh, bad for you. <laughs> i see um so i i don't want to get out over my skis here Mm.
1: on this very very informed pod on this pod where we are experts right (laughs) (laughs) take our medical advice please take our medical advice and legal advice take it all (laughs) yeah uh no qualms
0: no qualms there actually
1: don't Um, please don't
0: please don't please don't um i i i think that right lead is mostly like developmental disorders i want to say right. so like little babies. Pretty irresponsible to give to vin especially
1: yes yes very irresponsible
0: <laughs> it's like i wonder if they're like i wonder if they're like all right Vin, you gotta burn all of the metals that have lead uh but if you don't this mission is pretty risky anyway, so it's probably not a huge deal. You're <laughs> probably not going to make it that
1: far anyway. <laughs> well, that's a long-term issue you got to deal with.
0: Right. Unless unless they're consuming insane amounts, which they they are. Actually, here's the follow-up question. Mm-hmm. So so they consume this like vial of uh Metals suspended in solution, which I don't know why they can't just be in water, but they're in an alcohol solution right. for whatever reason.
1: Uh, I guess to prevent corrosion, maybe. These are actually all cocktails?
0: Ooh, just as a treat? Yeah, as a treat. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, anyway. So she consumes these, right? And she ha- she can feel these sources of power, and she can burn them. I guess my question is... When they are burned fully, is it, like, 100%? Mm. Or is it, like, we still have trace metals? Ooh. Because, like, the, the safe drinking limit for lead, I don't remember the exact number, but it's, like, 10 micrograms per liter. Right. Now, to, not to do a lecture here. But that is assuming that you're drinking, right, like, you know, a liter of water per day for, like, 20 years or something like that. Right. So it's not just, like, if you consume this amount, you're you're, you're done so. But, like, if you're consuming a little solution that has, like, legit, I don't know, flakes of lead in it, and you're burning, like, 98% of it, that's still a whole lot of freaking lead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which actually actually sorry i I keep moving us to other things but we've heard i think at least outlines of what the first eight metals are um and we've got two more that are in use and then one final one that is not 11th metal is
1: like uranium right gotta be
0: gotta be gotta be gotta be uranium
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's how he's gonna kill the first lord is just like Get him close to a bunch of uranium and have the radiation do its do its dirty work. Either, either it's uranium or
0: it's just like a bar of arsenic. And he's like, if he eats this bar of arsenic, he's done.
1: <laughs> Got him. buddy. Buddy just saw Oppenheimer and was like, this bar causes a big explosion when I eat it. That's what this one does. And that should take him out. It should it should. <laughs> um, we got to step back a little bit. We got to back up a little bit. Sure. So, hmm, what was the? Was it copper and bronze that do the emotion manipulation? Uh, I I don't remember, but that that sounds reasonable. I think it was copper and bronze because it's pewter and tin do strength and sight improvements and then steel and iron do pushing and pulling. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, okay. The, the point I'm getting to here, Vin was able to do stuff even before she met Kelsier because metals were building up in her system from drinking the water. Right. So, Unless, unless the water is just chock full of metals, it seems to me like you can burn a pretty precise amount. Like, it seems to me I like see. you can burn micrograms. Like, it seems to me like you can burn very small amounts. Now, she wasn't doing a whole lot with it, I should say, but mm-hmm. it sounds like you can completely ex- extinguish it. Like, you can burn it all up. Yeah. Yeah and maybe this is also why the alloy composition really matters because you can't burn it all up if you don't have the right composition because we we have seen Ooh. we have seen that pure lead is not one and so if you get some pewter that's got a little too much lead in it oh you're just you just got some lead you just got a bad batch that's a bad bake <laughs> yeah that's a tough one if you have uh
0: some flakes in there and most of them are at the right ratio but some of them have like way more lead than needs to be that lead's not being burned no no i assume
1: okay yeah okay uh thank you for your expertise luke i appreciate this uh actionable medical advice for me to take out into my real world life
0: yeah i'm 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 here for you that's that's uh that's a guarantee for sure if you have, if you're a Mistborn, burn all your lat. Wow,
1: get a PSA out there, Luke.
0: You're welcome. You're welcome, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, okay.
0: So we've talked a little bit about their about their powers. Mm-hmm. Um, and we get a scene where Kelsier is fighting a bunch of of people. Oh yeah, because he is stealing from this house right Mm -hmm. um and he kills a decent amount of people Mm -hmm. right and most of them are well i can't tell the numbers actually but like some of them at least are ska yes right which are the the like civilians
1: well they're more than civilians right they're like slave they're like the slave class
0: right yeah right yeah yeah um, and he excuses this as basically like, well, they decided to work for the nobles, so whatever, screw them. Um, and then he gets confronted a little bit later by his brother, mm-hmm. who I kind of has the like, you know, obvious, obvious point of like, yeah, like, what are, what are they going to do anyway? Um, and I'm like a little bit interested in the morality here because... I think that both of them are right and wrong in certain ways where like, I actually think that in this context, Kelsier could be justified in like killing them,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: but I wouldn't use his reasoning, right? I wouldn't just be like, oh yeah, they like signed up for this so I can kill them without even thinking about it right right? right. i feel like the more reasonable like position here is hey like i'm trying to overthrow this super terrible government uh in which like ska are enslaved and like beaten and like probably thousands die like weekly at least
1: yeah they're they're like thrown away like, they're treated like garbage.
0: Right. And I just, I don't understand why he doesn't use that argument instead of the, like,
1: the, yeah, they signed up for it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the reason he doesn't use that argument is because it requires him to feel bad about it. I I see. So the the argument that he does come up with
0: is, like, there is no guilt whatsoever. Correct. Whereas the argument that I'm proposing, it's like, A cost-benefit
1: analysis Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, And I don't think he feels bad. Like, all the evidence we've seen... To me, the vibe I'm getting from Kelsier is somebody who is so consumed by revenge that they're just like anything. They're willing to do whatever it takes to do that. And Mm -hmm. he's not stopping to feel guilty about what he's doing because he's on a mission. And that's more important than anything else.
0: Yeah, it, it almost seems like, uh, he's come to view a lot of the Ska in the same way that the nobles have. Mm. Obviously, obviously not from the same like angle, mm-hmm. but in a, he does view them as kind of dispensable, mm-hmm. at least like the, you know, the majority of them maybe.
1: Right, right. Interesting. The normies, I mean, if you will. Yes, the normies. He does I w there is a a bit of a counterpoint to this when he's walking he's looking for the old head of Vin's thief outfit and he's walking through the like beggar section of the city and he's like really compelled to try and give some money to these people. Um but he like can't do it. There's like an internal like struggle that he has about it. Mm-hmm. Um and so there's, it sounds like there's more going on under the surface here, but when he's talking with his brother Marsh, I don't think there is room for guilt there. Like, I don't think in that discussion, there's room for guilt. sure. Um, sure. And yeah, I, I actually come down on Marsh a little bit on this one as well. Like back off a little bit guy, like you should know better than anyone, like If you want to make an omelet, you've got to break some eggs. You have been trying to do something for a long time, it sounds like. And I'm sure people had to die in that circumstance. So, I don't know. Maybe chill a little bit. And I get... Right. Yeah, go ahead. I get that... he. You know, his introduction makes it clear he is also personally invested in this. Like, he is emotionally invested in this because he has worked so hard and made no progress. And it seems so unfair that Kelsier comes in and is like, we're going to do it in a year because we got this deadline to meet. So we're just going to, you know, <laughs> get this going. Um, and so I can see how that would kind of insult all the work that you've done. Um, but, like, he's doing it. Why are you... He's doing it. So... <laughs> Maybe give him some credit for that. So, yeah,
0: this is why I bring up the kind of like morality question with respect to killing them, because like I I think that that at least is the is the one of the major holdups between them. And it seems to me like like Kelsier's answer is obviously not satisfactory for Marsh. But I feel like the, the you got to break some eggs argument like would be like fairly compelling, like right. If you're if you're trying to convince this guy who really believes in the cause, and you really need, like I, I don't know. That seems like super easy. Mhm, mhm.
1: It yeah. Especially when you're building an army, that your strategy for building the army is we're going to magically convince people to to sign up, like. Right. An army is for fighting and dying. Like, that is what we make armies for. So, these people who've been magically compelled to pick up arms are going to go die for your cause. Like, there is, there's not as. There's a pretty blurry line between that and Kelsier stabbing someone on a parapet because he needs to infiltrate a building to help the cause. Like, they're both fighting and dying. And not always of their own free will. So, I don't know. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I I think it's it's a little bit fuzzy here. Um, something that's it it, it is a little bit yeah. No good. Something that's not fuzzy at all. But I do want to mention uh, about this fight where he infiltrates a, Infiltrates this keep. Um, he like. Pulls a sword to him and then catches it midair by the hilt as it goes past and just decimates. The fight was so cool. I just think the fight was so cool and it presented him as like an amazing, cool fighter guy so well. Specifically when he grabs the sword out of midair and starts just like slicing people with it. So cool. That whole scene totally ruled.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's 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 pretty cool. I and I think that the like the way that magic works in here lends itself well to like very
1: interesting fight scenes. Yeah, I mean it's it's got a lot of stormlight vibes, right? Especially the assassin in white where he's like jumping all over the place and like fighting in weird kind of gravity situations. There's like a lot of parallels with those and they're so cool. Yeah. Yeah, they are.
0: They are very cool. <laughs> um yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty into it. Hopefully we get a bunch of these,
1: mm-hmm. which it, it feels like we're. Hopefully, gonna. hopefully
0: Vin starts Vin starts doing some some stuff, some sneakies. I, I mean, feel like it's more Vin style, maybe. But
1: I think we're close. I think it's only a matter of time. Yeah, um, I, Luke, I've found a flaw in the system of this world, specifically this government. Okay. So the thieves have a hard time at night because there's patrol guards that go around right and they're like we gotta watch out for the guards so we gotta sneak we gotta sneak around uh Kelsier gives Vin a cheat code that's like hey put on this cloak that makes you look like a Tangela like a Pokemon and no one will bother you at all (laughs) you don't have to confirm it or anything you just walk around wearing this and nobody cares (laughs) <laughs> nobody will even right, say they right. saw you
0: yeah it's it's okay well
1: actually first first question are you are you saying that she shouldn't believe him on this no i think she, I it sounds legit it sounds like right oh yeah okay that makes sense um yeah so why isn't everyone doing this <laughs> how is this system still in place <laughs>
0: Yeah, I I guess the question here is, like, how far do you have to go as a Mistborn? Right? Because, like, it, it seems like it is, <laughs> for lack of a better term, rude to send a Mistborn to, like, rob or assassinate someone. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so, presumably, that doesn't happen very often. But, like, they're doing stuff. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Right? They're getting bagels. And like they're like going to the store.
0: <laughs> and like as a guard, where do where do I draw the line? Where it's like, okay, that Mistborn is just flying around past curfew. I don't know if they have curfew, but uh, I'm not going to bother I'm not going to bother them. Right. But that misborn Mistgu- on the other hand uh is beating people up on the streets.
1: <laughs> That Mistborn has pantsed me every day this week. Every day they've come over and just pantsed me so good. Can I tell anyone now? Can I make a complaint? Can I file a formal complaint about this behavior?
0: No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry now. It's a Mistborn. I don't know who it could
1: be. Could be anyone. Could be the Emperor. Could be the First Lord. Whatever. Wear, wear two pairs of pants. That's the only solution. <laughs>
0: without metal that's key actually yeah it's important <laughs> um but but yeah it's a bit it's it makes for an interesting i don't know like just environment where the people with these powers that are often used in like secretive contexts are the like aristocrats
1: right we got a bruce wayne situation
0: right um <laughs> the, okay but the other thing is the environment right
1: mm-hmm. mm.
0: so um let's start with at night there's i don't know it's just like misty
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: yeah with, with these weird mist rates it's like misty going and f- around fog
1: foggy everywhere can can i say what? real quick since we're talking about the mist just just a brief a brief note here how fantastic are you sleeping every night when there's mist uh, all over honestly this sounds awesome i sign me I'm up i'm walking around please. every night <laughs> what a treat you walk around a little bit and then and then you go you get snuggled in your bed and it's quiet it's so quiet everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's like you're you're in a blanket of fog around your whole house. It's just like keeping you nice and there's not a lot of light going on. There's just like it's just like being in a cozy little fort. Oh, mm-hmm. I'd love that. The 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 vibes based on the mist
0: I think can be quite good. Mhm. Mhm. <laughs> Until you run into a mist wraith, I guess. Yes. Which aren't dangerous apparently but have very bad vibes. And they're, like, a little too licky. They're very licky. I don't, don't, yeah. I don't like that. I don't quite love that part of it. Um, But on the other hand, Mm -hmm. during the day, vibes are very bad. Yeah. Environmentally.
1: Yeah, we've been talking a lot. I mean,
0: everything, but.
1: We've been talking a lot about the metal issue, ingesting uh, heavy metals, but. I feel like the inhalation of ash particles is probably what's going to get you before anything else.
0: Right. It's, a, it's an asthma epidemic
1: here, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Nobody's masking. Nobody's walking around with a mask on. It's just... You're you're making concrete in your lungs with this stuff. It's,
0: that's right. And um, there are... <laughs> So it's just like, yeah, it's ashy everywhere. It's dirty. Um, there's like no plants. I mean, there's plants, but they're like brown. Mm,
1: the worst color.
0: And like, <laughs> and like my question here is I get that the like knowledge or awareness of a different, uh, a different, uh, like setting, right? People don't, people don't know that that's possible but i assume some people do i don't know if the nobles do or not but like at a certain point it's like hey first lord did you save us did you
1: (laughs) right calcier is over here talking about the stars and how plants used to be green and everyone's like, oh, so glad God saved us from that horrible thing, <laughs> that horrible existence, you know, before all the ash and mist.
0: <laughs> right, like, even as a noble, like, I get that the nobles are rich, and and they, I guess, somehow get pretty good food, and can fly, some of them at least can can do cool tricks, and it's misty. But like at a certain point, it's like, all right, I I would like to see the sun once.
1: Right. You would think, you know, they're living on this planet too. maybe they wouldn't want their <laughs> whole environment to be completely trashed because they have to live in it with the rest of us. But at the same time, like they could just build a rocket. So maybe they'll just do that. Mm.
0: Right, right.
1: you know what i mean i do i do um Um, so that's so that's cool (laughs) i don't know i don't know how to respond to that (laughs) (laughs) um i i know how to respond to that and that is changing the subject so we learned about a loophole for the metal situation right uh maybe like a Um, literal loophole like if your earring is in your ear then it doesn't count yeah i feel like this needs to be a part of every armor design you mean like you should carry your weapons in your skin (laughs) no i mean like your chest plate has a little belly button plug that just like I tucks into your belly button that's like oh no it's inside me actually so right because you don't need much it seems i mean if an earring counts a little belly button plug and then i could think of another plug for the pants but we'll let you imagine what that would be <laughs> i i see what you clearly, mean clearly brandon did not um, did not envision what this what this could be but but we will here on right, the right which is we have to yeah it, it does seem like a pretty good loophole, actually. Uh, I mean, maybe we'll see it come into play soon. I hope, I hope we get somebody just fully decked out in plate armor who destroys Kelsier. And Kelsier's like, why can't I push on their armor? And they're like, that's my secret <laughs> special place armor. It's in my secret <laughs> special place, too. <laughs>
0: right because okay because we do see him fight against people that are specifically trained to fight against Mistborn Mm -hmm. because they don't have any metal on them and whatever whatever but it does seem like metal armor that uh how do we how are we saying this um big earring. it's all just a big big earring one big earring <laughs> seems like it would be more effective
1: these or at like, least
0: useful enough to try out.
1: Yes, yes, especially considering they have already created the armor to release quickly. Like they have quick release straps for when they realized mm-hmm. he was a misborn. The next step is just like, all right, we don't want to have to take this off. Let's make it a little bit harder to get off, if you know what I mean.
0: i do let's put this a
1: little bit inside you let's get it in there okay the
0: tough thing about that right is that armor is meant to take
1: hits (laughs) oh you're feeling the vibrations the vibrations are going (laughs) all the way through you luke so
0: it's i guess it's not fun to wear your big earring idea no but i think i think but effective maybe yeah I'm sure the benefits would outweigh the costs. You need you need, you need some volunteers who maybe have uh, multiple
1: kinks. Let's say. Mm, yes, yes. Let's do. Let's get a recruiting drive going. I think It should be easy. Yeah.
0: Great. Great idea. This is <laughs> this is why uh, this is why we need creativity in our in our rebellion. Exactly. Exactly, Luke.
1: I'm here for it. Okay, I don't have any more notes, by the way. Yeah, I'm also out. Um, uh, Last thing. Last thing I'll say. We get a scene. Kelsier is recruiting people in a bar to come join the rebellion. And they're being, like, magically coerced to do it. They're being, like, influenced to be more interested in his speech. Mm -hmm. How much worse do you think his speech could be and have the same effect? Because like in most books, this guy gives a great speech and it's just the power of their oratory that convinces people right. to join their cause. In this book, it's like, I just kind of need to keep them here and then my magic guys will do the do the heavy lifting <laughs> for me. Okay.
0: I will say the speech was not no. very good. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it was like really short. Somebody said something to him and he just like laughed.
1: Yeah. And
0: then, and then we got, and then we got our boy, uh, Yedin or, or whatever his name is, mm-hmm. who is also not a great speaker. No. So I'm going to say it can be pretty bad.
1: <laughs> Imagine how much easier this could be if they were like, all right, we got to figure out how to recruit more than 20 people a turn. What are we doing wrong? <laughs>
0: We need a speechwriter, I guess. Mm -hmm. We're focusing too much on the actual powers, which are important. But we need some more people that have other strengths.
1: Mm, Yes, yes. Um, Well, the thing that I'm struggling with, though, and maybe he's lost his touch since gaining magic Kelsier used to just be a dude yeah i feel like he would have had to be good at giving speeches and convincing people to do stuff if he's just the leader of a thief ring
0: right yeah because he was like he was like the best leader of
1: a thief ring yeah essentially yeah and he goes up there and like okay here's the thing here's what it is no preparation He's like, he's got too much on his plate. He, he, they were like, you mm. got to give a speech. And he's like, when they're like, now get on stage. And he's like, uh, Hey, <laughs> how about that flight <laughs> in? Huh? <laughs> right. right.
0: Yeah. Cause he is doing like one or more of these per day. It seems like, right. Maybe right. he's just tired. Right. That's why he left early. I'm gonna go take a nap in my trailer. None of none of these metals are caffeine, so actually, give me some. <laughs> give me some of the good stuff. Throw some meth in here. <laughs> Throw
1: some meth in here. What are you talking about? Meth's not a metal, Luke. He needs it, though. He <laughs> needs it. No, he. No one needs meth, Luke. Come on. Everybody does.
0: Um, Let's well, took a turn. But. <laughs> It's not, take that medical advice too, for sure. Um, but yeah, yeah. The speeches, the speeches could be improved. Um, but maybe just, I don't know, like, does Kelsey have to be the one
1: to do it? I'm hoping it changes soon. Um, yeah. Because you got to, like, people are going to be reading this later. Here's what's going to happen. There's people that come back and they're like, dude, I just listened to the best speech of my freaking life. Let me, uh, I don't remember it exactly. I don't quite remember it exactly. I'm sure it'll be printed in the local paper soon. And then he's like, oh, here, read this, read this. It's the best speech I've ever heard. And they're like four score and seven. What? This is indecipherable. What are you? This sucks. And he's like, no, no, no. It was so good live. It was so good live. Changed my life. Best speech ever written. <laughs>
0: it's, it's different in person. Yeah. you
1: You have to there's like an energy there (laughs) everybody's vibing together right right so i just the speeches have to have to take a step up because the magic's doing too much work
0: too much yeah i agree i agree
1: anyway um luke let's keep going let's let's continue in our plot to to overthrow the empire the final empire and to kill this immortal piece of god can't wait um so we'll read the next third we'll bring the hot takes and be the dumb nerds